Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. We were on Discord last night having a fascinating conversation and at some point we ended up talking about those four famous words that everyone struggles to pronounce like a native English speaker. Beach, bitch, sheet, and shit. How do you pronounce these words correctly? Well, I'm going to show you a simple exercise that will teach you how to pronounce these words perfectly right now. Well, after the intro. Roll that. All right, now I hope I didn't get your hopes up with that intro because what I'm about to show you is nothing revolutionary or groundbreaking, but I do believe it will help you to truly hear the difference between the way these words sound. So grab a pen and a piece of paper because I'm about to learn you something. So let's get started with the first word. I'm going to spell it, and no matter where you are, no matter what you are doing right now, I want you to say the word out loud, okay? So here we go. B-E-A-C-H. Beach. Exactly. I'm sure you got that one right because you're smart. B-E-A-C-H spells beach, right? La playa. A praia. La plage. La spiaccia. Buani. Pliage. Hey, motherfucker! This is life in English, man! Huh. Oh, yeah. My bad. But who doesn't love the beach, man? I mean, what is there not to love? You got the beautiful blue ocean, the sound of the waves crashing on the shore, the sand between your toes... Some dude selling whole coconuts for you to drink out of. And of course, hundreds of pretty ladies in bikinis. Or, you know, shirtless dudes showing off the triceps, lats, and pecs. Or, you know, skinny shirtless dudes with slightly toned muscles and great personalities. On a side note, isn't it funny that women are totally fine walking around like half naked at the beach, but they wouldn't dare let a stranger see them in some lingerie or something like that? I always thought that was so funny. You know, like imagine if you order a package or something like that, they leave the package on the door and you have to go get it from your front door and and bring it inside. And you just got on lingerie. Maybe you were getting dressed or you just got undressed, whatever. You go to get the package. The delivery man is still standing on the porch. And just naturally you would want to cover yourself. Oh, don't look. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? But at the beach, it's like, fuck it. Let it all hang out. Who gives a shit? (laughs) 
like literally a shoestring just holding up a little piece of cloth, you know, just covering certain parts of the skin, a small, a small fraction of the skin. But fuck it, let it hang out. It's the beach. That's just funny to me. Like the beach is maybe the only one of the only places where women feel totally comfortable just walking around half naked. Well, the beach and Instagram. But anyway, when you go to the beach, right, you might see a baddie. You might see a beauty. You might see a babe. You might see a dime. And let's say you, you're feeling confident that day, right? You've been hitting the gym all winter so you could get that beach body ready for the summer. You got that fresh haircut, right? You got on your super slick speedo so you can show off your... Anyway, the beach is a public place, right? So you see nothing wrong with approaching this young lady to see if y'all have chemistry, right? But before you can even open up your mouth to spit that game you've been working on for the past three years, she takes one look at your super slick speedo and she just about laughs you off the beach. That's painful stuff, bud. But the good thing is there will always be more fish in the sea. That's an idiom if you didn't know. All right. Now, let me show you really quick the exercise. Let me show you the exercise really quick. So that you can see, you already know how to pronounce this word correctly. You just have to hear the same sound in different words, okay? So now I'm going to spell four words. I'm going to spell them one at a time. And each time I finish spelling a word, I want you to say it out loud, okay? So here we go. Number one, T-E-A-C-H. Teach, exactly. T-E-A-C-H is teach. Next word, R-E-A. C-H Reach Very good Next word S-P-E-E-C-H Speech Okay Teach Reach Speech Last word B-E-A-C-H Beach Right Teach Reach Speech Beach Alright Let's move on to the word that so many people fear saying when they're talking about the beach. Okay, I'm going to spell it and then you say it. B-I-T-C-H. Bitch! That's exactly right. B-I-T-C-H spells bitch. Now, I'm not going to give you a masterclass on how to use the word bitch in this episode, but I will expeditiously explain seven ridiculously common ways to use this word. But remember, this is considered a curse word or a bad word, so just be careful when... And where you use the word. All right. So here are seven ways to use the English word bitch. Number one, a female canine animal, especially a dog or a word that refers to a female canine, especially a dog. That might sound weird, but technically the word bitch does mean female dog. And that might give you some insight into why we use it in other ways. Right. But in casual conversation, we don't say bitch when we're talking about an actual dog unless we're maybe trying to be funny like yeah that's my bitch when they're talking about their dog but we wouldn't really use the word bitch to talk about or to refer to or describe a female dog in casual speech just so you know all right so number two an offensive word that describes a very mean overbearing or contemptible woman with a bad attitude you know so the same way you might call a guy an asshole or a jerk or a dick because he's really rude and mean and inconsiderate you would maybe call a woman bitch And you have like the same, you'd be expressing the same idea more or less. Okay. So number three, it's like vulgar slang for a prostitute, right? Because you have a pimp who has multiple prostitutes and he can refer to those women or those women can be referred to as his bitches. 
I didn't invent the language or the definitions. I'm just telling you what they mean. All right. So what is that? Number three. So number four. Okay. Also, vulgar slang is when we say bitch, we're using it to refer to somebody who is submissive to another person. So if you submit to somebody in this context, you are their bitch. Or if you make someone submit to you, they are your bitch. And this is slang and it's vulgar. Right. But, you know, if you say I'm going to make you my bitch, it means I'm going to make you submit to me. I will dominate. You will submit. In whatever way you take that, you know what I'm saying? It could be physically, mentally, like, just submit in general. Or it's also common to say, like, I'm going to make Monday my bitch. Now, Monday is not a person, right? But Monday is a thing. It's a day. So if I say Monday is going to be my bitch, I'm going to conquer Monday because everybody hates Mondays, right? You hate getting up early on Monday morning after the weekend. So normally, Monday ends up beating people down. Monday conquers people. But if you say, I'm going to make Monday my bitch, means I'm going to conquer the day. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be productive. Monday is my bitch. I'm in control. That's the idea. I'm sure you understand. So number five, also vulgar slang. And we use this word to refer to uh, a weak, cowardly, contemptible man. I talked about that, I think, in episode 125. So check that out if you want. But um, a dude who's like a weak coward, we refer to him as a bitch. Like, man, he's a bitch. He's weak. You see what I'm saying? And we don't just mean physically. It's more of a mental thing that makes you a bitch. It's not your physical stature. We mean weak in terms of spirit, character, and, you know, mentality. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, number six is also slang. And we use the word to refer to something that's, like, unpleasant or really, really difficult. Like, um, maybe your car breaks down and you have to fix it yourself. And I can ask you, like, hey, how's it going with the car? Are you making any progress? And he's like, you could say, man, it's turned out to be a real bitch. Like the car, the process of fixing the car is a real bitch, which just means it's really, really difficult and unpleasant. I'm not enjoying this shit at all. It's a very difficult task. It's a bitch. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. And number seven, the last one on my list is a verb. We use the word bitch as a verb in this case, and it just means to complain or to grumble, which is kind of like a less common word to say complain. And it's, you're just complaining about a bunch of stuff that most likely you could change if you really wanted to. But instead, you're just complaining like, oh, my God, it's so hot. Why are you doing that? Somebody turn on the, eh, eh. like you're bitching, you know. It's, it's like classified as weak behavior. And that's why we call it bitching. You're just complaining, complaining all the time. So somebody might say, quit your bitching. Like, bitching and moaning is another expression. If somebody's just bitching and moaning, they're like, oh, oh, my God, all the time. Yeah, just bitching, acting like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you get the point. Those are seven quick and easy ways to use the English word bitch. If you got any questions, leave them in the comments or hit me up on Discord. You know what to do. So now, here comes the exercise. I'm going to spell four words one by one, and each time I finish spelling the word, I want you to say it out loud and remember pay close attention to the way the words sound all right so here we go word number one g l i t c h glitch excellent number two s t i t c h stitch number three w h i c h which excellent so we have glitch stitch and which okay last word b i t c h bitch that's exactly right glitch stitch witch and bitch it's not glitch stitch weech and beach right it's 
glitch, stitch, witch, and bitch. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I'm like, bitch, I'm growing. The resting bitch face kind of throws them off. I'm a bitch. Bitch is an offensive word to women. Don't use it. Bitch is an empowering word to women. Use it. Total compassionate bitch. Yo, bitch. Don't be a bitch. You got this. Chapter one is really a bitch, but hey, it gets better in chapter number two. There's a smart son of a bitch on the other side of every trade. You're a no good son of a bitch. Science bitch. Bill Langer is a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Hey, don't call me bitch, I'm a grown man! Why else would we be reading this? For the character development? Bitch, where? Get it together, bitch! Wow, what a bitch! Alright y'all, before we continue, I want to give you a nice little challenge. The first person who can tell me how many times the word bitch was said in this episode will get a free lifetime Life in English community membership. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can just comment below. If you're not watching this on YouTube, then send me a DM on Instagram at English with Kaizen. Only Instagram, okay? Hit me up on YouTube or Instagram if you got the answer. The first person to get it right will get a free membership for life. So come join the community, man. We're waiting for you. But now, let's get back to the next set of words. Sheet and shit. We've done beach and bitch, and we've heard the difference between e and e, right? Same concept here, just two different words that people have trouble with. So sheet, I've already said it, but I still want you to say it after I spell it, right? S-H-E-E-T. Sheet. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sheet. Holy sheet, right? Sheet. When you hear the word sheet, you probably think of that piece of linen that we put on our beds in between the mattress and the blanket. That's the sheet. But there's more than one type of sheet, right? So we have the traditional bed sheet, right? But you also have, I think, what's called the fitted sheet, which is kind of like that stretchy one that you put in between the mattress and the, the regular sheet. I don't know what you would call it. And they're always so fucking hard to put on the bed. Like you put on one end and you try to stretch it across you have to get on the other side of the bed, and when you pull that one and get it, get it in its position, the other side comes off. You know what I'm talking about? Those fucking things. Anyway, those are bed sheets, different kinds of bed sheets. Now, I don't know if you've heard the song by the Isley Brothers, In Between the Sheets, but those are the sheets they were referring to in that song. And just in case you didn't know, In Between the Sheets is like a poetic way of saying in bed. And they were using that phrase as a way of talking about some romantic activities that take place in the bed, if you catch my drift, right? In my experience, in between the sheets isn't something we actually say in casual conversation, though. But if you want different ways to refer to sexual activity, you can say things like in the bedroom. For example, what my partner and I do in the bedroom is nobody's business. And that's the same thing as saying, like, the sexual activities that my partner and I participate in together are nobody's business but ours. You understand? So what we do in the bedroom 
what we do sexually is only our business. That's the idea. Or you could say, I've got to buy new sheets because of what my partner and I did in the bedroom last night. Right. Or you could say something like behind closed doors. It's the same thing. Like what my partner and I do behind closed doors is nobody's business. Now, behind closed doors isn't always a sexual thing because you can talk with somebody behind closed doors. And it really just means in private. That's what behind closed doors means. But depending on the context, you can say behind closed doors and imply you're talking about sexual activity. You see what I'm saying? Now, I told you there's more than one type of sheet. So another sheet that you might come across at some point in time is a sheet of paper. And it's kind of like the same idea, this long, thin piece of material, in this case, paper, right? Now, you can also say a piece of paper, like, do you have a piece of paper or can I borrow a piece of paper? I don't know how you borrow a piece of paper, but you get the idea. You also have a sheet of metal. And as you can see, it looks like a sheet of paper. So you can tell it's the shape of the object that makes it a sheet, not necessarily the material, okay? So, here's the exercise again. Four words, one by one, and you say each word as I spell them. Let's do it. The first one, B-E-A-T. Beat. Excellent. Number two, M-E-E-T. Meat. Very good. Number three, G-R-E-E-T. Greet. Excellent. Last word, S-H-E-E. E T sheet. So you have beat, meet, greet, sheet. Beat, meet, greet, sheet. Yay! Alright, so again it's that E E E sound. Meet, greet, sheet, heat, teat. Teat, I don't think is a word, but you get the point. So let's move on to the opposite word, which sounds very different to us, but I know it's trouble for you guys. And that word is S H I T. Say it out loud. What is it? Shit, exactly. S-H-I-T spells shit. Now, this word, much like the word bitch, has many different meanings and uses in the English language. So let me share a few with you real quick. Number one, we can use the word shit to refer to stuff or things. For example, I could say, I've got a lot of shit to do. And that's just another way of saying I have a lot of things to do. I have a lot of stuff to do. And by the way, a lot of English learners think that things and stuffs is the equivalent because you have one thing or many things one stuff or many stuffs but that's not how it works stuff is like an uncountable noun you can't have stuffs stuff just means things so if i say stuff it's implicit that we're talking about more than one thing just wanted to make that clear so i have a lot of things to do or i have a lot of stuff to do i got a lot of shit to do or i might say something like don't touch my shit which simply means don't touch my things don't touch my possessions you know All right, another way we can use this word is to talk about things like problems or drama or annoyances. For example, I could be talking to you and say, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with your shit, which means I'm tired of dealing with your drama, your problems, the things that you do that annoy me, all of your shit, all that negativity, all that bullshit. I'm tired of it. You see? Or I could say something like, listen, bro, don't get me involved in your shit. I do not want to be involved in your shit. I don't want to be involved in your problems, your drama, your nonsense. You understand? Or somebody could say, get your shit together. Get your shit together. And what that means is like, get your life under control. All these problems and drama and nonsense you got going on in your life, get it under control. Get it together. Get your shit together, bro. You see what I'm saying? All right, number three is a noun. The word shit is a noun in this case, and it just means poop, fecal matter, feces, right? Everybody poops, so um, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And another word for poop is shit. So somebody might say, like, I have to 
take a shit. It's a vulgar way of saying I have to go number two. I have to uh, defecate, you know. And it's also a verb, number four. Another way you can use it is as a verb, like my dog shit on my new carpet. My dog defecated or pooped with number two on my new carpet. Or I can't believe he shit his pants at the wedding, which means he pooped in his pants at the wedding. He shit in his pants. You see what I'm saying? So um, I'm sure you get the point, right? But some other ways that you can use the word shit is in a word uh, shit storm. That's another way to use the word. And a shit storm, kind of going back to usage number two, which is just like problems and drama. If you're experiencing a shit storm, it just means like a lot of chaos and drama and problems are happening at the same time. You know, like 2020 was a shit storm, so to speak. Hopefully you get the idea. It's a storm of shit, bad things, problems, something you don't want. You see what I'm saying? Or somebody could be full of shit. If somebody's full of shit, that means that they're lying. They're making up things. They're inventing things. They don't know what they're talking about. And I'm sure you've heard somebody like that before. You're listening to them and it's like clear. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And they're just making it up as they go along. They're full of shit. Literally full of poop, feces, nonsense, idiocy. They're full of shit. No bueno. You know what I'm saying? Or if somebody could be talking shit. Somebody could be talking shit. So to talk shit just means like to say reckless, offensive, um, nonsensical things to somebody else. You know, so somebody might be popping off at the mouth, talking, talking, talking about how they're going to physically hurt you, how they're going to do this to you and that to you. They're just talking shit, but they're not doing anything. Or somebody might um, be making jokes about your appearance, saying you're ugly, saying you're stupid, whatever. They're talking shit, saying a bunch of negative things. That don't help you in any way. It's nonsense. It's negativity. It's uh, hurtful in some way. It's just not good. You don't want it. Kind of like actual shit. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully you can get the idea of the way we use the word shit in many cases. Right? So those are some ways that we use them in casual speech on a daily basis. So finally, here's the exercise. Here we go. First word. B-I-T. How do you say that? Bit. Excellent. Number two. H-I-T. Hit. All right. Number three. S-P-I-T. Spit. Very good. Last one. S-H-I-T. Shit. That's also another way you can use shit. It's like an exclamation when somebody does something cool or impressive. You'd be like, shit. Holy shit, man. Shit. That was crazy. Shit. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? That's another way you can use it. But back to the exercise. Bit, hit, spit, and shit. It's not beat, heat, spit, and shit. Holy shit. That's not how we pronounce that word. It's an eh, eh, eh sound. And I got, you know, all the weird shit. My yeah. mother was a chair, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck, what? Dates back to 2400 BC. Holy shit. That doesn't mean shit. Enough listening. Start doing shit. I don't give a shit what they say. I'll be dead. Earlier this week, I found out you were coming, and I was just like, oh, shit. Well, shit. Fuck your Hollywood shit. I sat down beside this white guy. He almost shit his pants. Until the day you wake up and realize, holy shit. Jeff was right. So they stop watching me, and then they go watch worse shit. Then quit, you slimy fucking walrus fucking piece of shit! Okay, so just to review, here are the four sets of words that you can use to train yourself to notice the difference between the sounds we make in English. Set number one. Teach, reach, speech, 
and beach. Write those words down and say them again and again and again. Put them into Google. You can actually go on Google and type in how to pronounce and then enter the word. And a robot will show you how to pronounce it. And it's obviously a robot, but it's better than nothing if you really need to hear how the word is pronounced, right? So that's set number one. Teach, reach, speech, and beach. Number two, glitch, stitch, witch, and bitch. Okay? Number three, beat, meet, greet, and sheet. And number four, bit, hit, spit, and shit. Okay, those are the four sets of words. Write them down and practice them until you have mastered the English pronunciation. You got me? But that's it, my friend. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. I really hope this episode was helpful to you, and I'll definitely talk to you soon. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.